you for listening to another inspiring message from The Movement Church. To find out more about The Movement Church, you can check out our website at theocmovement.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The OC Movement. What's up to my favorite people, Movement Church. Man, I gotta tell you, you look so much better this week than you looked last week. Look at you in your PJs with your coffee. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm glad you're with us. Can I just say that worship was straight fire today? Come on, can we give a hand clap to our amazing worship team? I wanna say you guys dominated and our camera operators don't know what to do because there's no camera to switch to, but I'm so proud of you. Brought the fire and you worship God to a camera and to nobody else and I love that and the presence of God is here and I was, I almost like walked right up to preach. I was like, man, we don't need to do anything different. Let's just go. But man, I'm fired up by what God's gonna do and here's what I wanna ask you, two things. And number one, I wanna remind you of our mission. The mission has not changed. COVID did not delete the mission. The mission has stayed the same. So listen, here's what the mission is. We exist to inspire the one who's far from God to find life in Christ and life in the church. Somebody drop some fire emojis right now. We're gonna have some fun today. The mission has not changed. Listen, we are here for the one who's not here yet. That's why we're here. So here's what you need to know. Right now, you have some friends that are on Facebook you haven't talked to in years that are desperate for the message today. Do me a favor, push pause and share this right now. Specifically, go to Facebook and just share. Make it public, say, jump on, it's gonna be fire. If you don't know what that means, say, it's going to be amazing, exclamation point. But listen, share it, text two friends, post it on Instagram. I'm just telling you, I think God's gonna do something awesome. And I wanna just say a special thank you to you host. Those of you on YouTube, Facebook, Church Online, chatting it up, come on, give them a hand clap right now. Tell your hosts right now, you are amazing, you are everything. Sing them a little song, let them know that you love them. I, I'm just telling you, we couldn't do church without the countless men and women who make this thing happen. And, and listen, I want you to know, we're praying about re-engagement and what it looks like as we climb out of the COVID craziness. And so if you haven't had a chance to watch, you need to jump over to our app and we've recorded what our strategy is moving forward, but I also need some information from you. I need to know your heart and your plan as we re-emerge out of the craziness. So do me a favor, download our app if you don't have it. Jump on there, take the poll. It's gonna be amazing. I feel like singing, I'm excited. We're gonna be a little crazy today. I've got a message for you that literally came out of a quiet time, our devotions. Uh, my devotion with God, just reading the word and God just dropped something in my heart for the movement church. So I'm fired up to share it with you today. Let me read to you the scripture of that was like the launch pad for me for this. It's found in Acts chapter two, verses five through seven. And, and I don't wanna take time to give you all the history on this today, but this is about 50 days after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And it's called the day of Pentecost. It's when the Holy Spirit fell in a profound way and God did something amazing. But there was something when I read this that just jumped out to me. I wanna read it to you now. And this is in the English Standard Version. It says this. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. 
And so pause for a moment. Right there, God shows up and he unleashes the Holy Spirit on people. Something miraculous and powerful took place in a way that it never had before. And look at what it says in verse six. It says this, and at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered. Somebody type bewildered. Somebody else type, I don't know what bewildered means. Because each one was hearing them speak in his own language and they were amazed and astonished. Somebody say amazed. Type amazed right now. Somebody else type, Pastor Kerry, you look astonishingly amazing today. Listen, the Spirit of God fell. There was a sound that took place and it was at the sound that the people in Jerusalem came running to see what was this sound? What did it mean? What was happening? It was the sound that attracted the crowd. And I just want to tell you, they were amazed. God began to move and I think God wants to speak through you and me today. The title of my sermon is The Sound. Somebody type The Sound. No, type it like the sound, all caps, the sound, fire emoji, throw a unicorn emoji and a dragon emoji. It'll take you a long time to find it, but just keep scrolling, it's there. Somebody put like the flag of Columbia in there for me just for some fun. I wanna pray for us and I wanna dive into the message because I believe it's for you. Bow your heads, right where you're at. No, you, right there, you're watching. Stop looking at me, close your eyes. Bow your heads, let's pray. God, we thank you that you're here. You're doing something miraculous right now. You're in this space and you're in their space. God, invade our space right now and do what only you can do. You're the only one qualified to be God. And everybody typed and shouted, amen and amen. That was weak studio audience and everybody shouted, Amen and amen. Well, I want to talk to you about the sound. And I don't know how long you've been with us at the Movement Church, but one of the legends at this church is Pastor Joe Boyd. He is one of the legends. And I'm just telling you, somebody type in Joe Boyd. I don't even know how you type it, but do that. And uh, he drives this beautiful Chevy Avalanche. I'm not sure what year it was made, probably 1972. I'm not positive. But when Joe Boyd backs his truck up and he turns it to the right, it makes this sound like boop. so we're always like park it like it's hot park it like it's hot you know when Joe is backing his truck up and steering to the right because it makes that sound snoop. next time you see Joe just say snoop just to him so here's my question to you what is your Siri on my watch is talking she's like I didn't quite catch that what is your sound what is your Sound. I want to talk about that today. What is your sound? Everything that you do creates a sound. Every way that you behave, every word that you speak has a sound to it. What is your sound? Listen, whether or not you wear a mask when you're in public has a sound. Yeah. It's speaking something. It's communicating something about you. No judgment on either side. As for me, I don't wear a mask in public. You can judge me if you want to, but you can see my smile. Whether or not you wear a mask has a sound. The memes that you post right now, sound. Everything that we say and do, whether it's in jest or serious, sound. Every side of the political aisle has a sound right now. We're not here to talk about politics, but everything has a sound. Listen. Your reactions under pressure has a sound. The way that you react under pressure has a sound. How you parent has a sound. My wife is the compassionate nurturer. That's a sound. 
not so much. I, I'm the, listen, I'm preparing you for a future by making your life difficult now. Sound, are you tracking me? Somebody type in sound. How you respond to problems is a sound. Is it impossible? Is it hopeless? Do I need to investigate? Do I need more details? Is this exciting? Sound. In our team, there's been a myriad of responses to COVID-19. Some are like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Others are like, we need to plan better. Others are like, let's just run and charge the hill. All of those are important and all of them have a sound. Listen, how you look at emerging out of shelter in place has a sound. I think now we're beginning to see where what was once a concern for flattening the curve was really merely a veil hiding the fear that was living in our life. That's just for somebody today, but that's not what I'm preaching about. I was driving down the street in my neighborhood this past week, and there was a young teenage boy walking down the sidewalk, and there was a woman walking up the hill towards him on the same sidewalk wearing a mask and gloves. She was by herself walking. I'm not sure why she needed gloves, but Lord bless her and keep her, make his face to shine upon her. And as she saw the young boy, she literally walked into the middle of the street, like 47 feet away from him. Because she was so afraid of the potential of being contaminated with COVID-19, yet she lost the fact she was walking in the middle of the street, facing oncoming traffic. Wow. Thank you, Megan. Like, think about it. Afraid of a disease, so let me go and risk it against a vehicle. A sound. I'm not judging her. I'm just sharing, I'm, I'm just sharing what I observed. A sound. Jesus said, you will know my followers by their sound. He referred to it as fruit. You will know my followers by the sound, by the fruit of their life. He said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 16, look at this. The passion paraphrase says, you can spot them, them being the followers of Jesus. You can spot them by their actions. For the fruits of their character will be obvious. You won't find sweet grapes hanging on a thorn bush and you'll never pick good fruit from a tumbleweed. Their actions, the fruit of their character, the sound of their life. We all have a sound. I brought some illustrations for you today. Let's just say that this represents our life. This beautiful blue balloon. Anybody thinking of the movie Up? I am. And and listen, we're really good at putting on the the model of perfection, and, and we're good at faking a good sound. We've gotten really good at knowing how to communicate with people when people are watching and when we're being observed to make sure things sound okay, look okay, but the exterior is not a representation of the fruit. You see, here's something you need to know, that the real sound of your life, the real pressure, the real fruit of your life is revealed under pressure. Under pressure, anybody feeling that song? Yeah, you need to throw that on your Spotify playlist. The real sound of your life is revealed under pressure. And you know what has been the great revealer? Somebody say COVID-19. Yeah, COVID-19 has been the great revealer of what's inside, the character, the fruit of our life, the sound of our life. And we might look okay. Anybody else scared about me here holding a butcher knife and a microphone? We might look okay, but the pressure of life 
creates a sound. Our camera lady just got hit in the eye with some confetti. Now, you can't even see the confetti, but it's black and nasty and dirty. Somebody type nasty in the chats right now. <laughs> when the pressure hits, what sound comes out of your life? When the pressure hits you, what sound comes out? Here we are homeschooling, working at home. Time is evaporating. You're like, I don't even know what to do. Anybody else go to bed tired every night and wake up tired every morning? Can I get an amen from some people? And what? What comes out in the sound of the pressure of life changing and being different? Reengaging back into society and what you think about it and how you feel about it and whether or not there are 5G chemicals releasing COVID-19 on everybody and everyone. Is this a Republican thing? Is this a Democrat thing? Wow. It's a sound. And what happens is what comes out under pressure is a great revealer. Perhaps you lost your job. What's the sound that emerges? Perhaps you've been furloughed and now... You, you aren't even making the same amount of money you made over the last few years. What's the sound that is emerging? You're trying to figure out how to stay married in the process, and the pressure is mounting. COVID-19 is a great revealer. Gosh, that's a loud sound. What's the sound of your life? I've got confetti all over me. Can you all see it and feel it? I do. Here's the crazy thing. Your sound doesn't impact you. It's in you. Wow. Your sound doesn't actually impact you. It's in you. The fruit of our life isn't for us. A, a, a tree doesn't eat its own fruit. Huh, so let me tell you what the sound is. The sound of your life represents what you've actually surrendered to Christ. Wow. Let me say that again. What comes out of your life, the fruit and the character under pressure actually reveals what you've surrendered to Christ. Wow. COVID-19 is the great revealer. So if there's a sound that comes out and my sound doesn't impact me, but it's in me, then it begs the question, what generates your sound? Poor Bianca's holding this camera. I think we're good for now. You can set it down. Her arms are shaking. She's holding this thing trying to... Well, here's the question I have for you today. What generates your sound? Look at what Matthew chapter 12 says. You must determine if a tree is good or rotten. You can recognize good trees by their delicious fruit, but if you find rotten fruit, you can be certain the tree is rotten. Listen to this. The fruit defines the tree. You see, we're so used to living a life thinking that our exterior defines who we are. But it's the fruit. It's the sound that comes out in both good seasons and bad seasons that actually define who we are. Good. It's the fruit that defines the tree. I've got confetti all over me. Look at verse 34. How can your words be good and trustworthy if you are rotten within. How can your words be good or trustworthy if you are rotten within? For what has been stored up in your hearts will be heard in the overflow of your words. Listen, so in other words, what's in, stored up in your heart will produce the sound in your life. Wow. What's been stored up in your heart will be heard in the overflow of of your words. So in other words, it's what's been stored up in your heart that generates your sound. So let me ask you a question. 
if there's a sound of fear, is it possible that it's an indication you struggle with trusting God with everything? If underneath, listen, I'm not talking about how you pretend to act in front of people. I'm talking about the sound, the character, the things you go to bed at night thinking about and worried about. If it's fear, if that's at the foundation, then it's an indication that you struggle to trust God with everything. Now listen, you might be okay to trust God with the big picture. Sure, I believe God saved me. Sure, I believe that when I die, I'll go to heaven, but I'm pretty sure God needs my help and my plan. If you look at your life through, and you see things through the lens of scenarios that you have created, then fear may be the sound of your life. My Bible says to trust the Lord with all of your heart and lean not into your own understanding. Trust is a gift. So if that's you, maybe today you need to make the prayer, today, God, I choose to trust you with everything, but not just let it be the words of your mouth let it be the sound of your heart, which means it should impact the choices that you're making. Let me ask you this, what generates your sound? If it's the sound of control, like isn't that the two things, fear and control? That, that, that people, this has been emerging over the past few weeks, and I don't even know what week we're in now in quarantine. It's like week 982, and, and it's either fear or it's control. Like, I've got to get everything together and hold everything together, and if control is the sound of your life, then it's an indication you actually struggle to submit to his will. Wow. Like, you can give up some things, but not everything. I gotta hold it together. I, 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 if I don't hold every, if I don't make it all work and, and get everything, all the pieces together, then it's all gonna fall apart and it'll be dis- disastrous. And, and I find myself just trying to outrun, outwork, out hustle my anxiety, the crisis, the issue, or the problem. And because I feel like it's all dependent upon me. Wow. Yeah. And essentially, what I'm doing is I'm telling God that I've got this. And I'll let you know when I need you. Wow. I've got this right now. I'll let you know when I need you. COVID-19, the great revealer. The challenge is that if control is the issue. It's a reflection of the fact that you only know how to lead. But Jesus said, follow me. Wow. He didn't say lead me. He didn't say show me the way. He said follow me. We read this in Matthew 16, verse 24. It says this, then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, look at this, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. To deny myself means that I I may be awesome, but I'm not almighty. Can I get an amen? I may be awesome, but I'm not almighty. You may be awesome, but you ain't almighty. Somebody, husband, type it in there about your wife. No, I'm kidding. Don't do it. You may be, hus- you may be awesome. You may be husband too, but you're not almighty. It, it means that I, I'm not everything. I, I may think that I can hold everything together, but I can't. Take up your cross. Look, it actually doesn't take, take up your cross. It says take up his cross. Carry the burden he gives you. He says, here, let me show you the cross. 
to carry. You know what cross he told you to carry? Personal transformation and spread the gospel. He didn't tell you to try to keep all the pieces together, to worry about the economy, to worry about who's going to be voted in this year, to worry about how we emerge. He said, hey, you worry about allowing me to transform the things on the inside that I want to work on. And then, hey, just preach the gospel. You know what the gospel is? Grace, hope, love, and Jesus. Somebody type Jesus right now. Listen. That's what God said. This is your cross. You know why? Because working on the things on the inside is hard enough. Man, I struggle every day to surrender my will to his will. Why? Because I think I'm awesome and sometimes I think I'm almighty. He said, take up his cross. You worry about working on the things on the inside and just tell people about Jesus. Just tell people about Jesus. And then he said, follow me. You cannot lead and follow at the same time. You cannot lead and follow at the same time. To follow means that Jesus is out in front. To follow means that Jesus, listen to me, some of you need this, is setting the pace. He's not concerned about you out hustling your your crisis and your problem. He's already in front of the problem. He just said, follow me. Just follow me. Maybe for you, if, if, if you struggle with the sound of control, then the daily prayer of surrender to the illusion of control is the prayer you need to pray today. Just, God, I... I can't do this on my own. I desperately need you. Is the sound of fear coming out under pressure? Is the sound of control coming out of, under pressure? You know, I was thinking about as I was praying for this, there's another sound that seems to emerge more often than not, and that is the sound of shame. The sound of shame, and I'm convinced that there are people Right now, you're watching this, and the moment I said shame, your heart sank. Because you, you can identify with that. You get the fear and the control thing, but all you can see through is the lens of your past mistakes, your lack of accomplishments. Look at me. The disqualifications that you feel have attached themselves to your life. And the sound of shame emerges. I'm just never good enough. I'll never make it. I'll never get there. But can I just tell you, God has a sound too. God has a sound too. His sound is focused on your future. In fact, right now, God doesn't care about anybody else watching as much as he cares about you. He's focused on your future. And he wouldn't have a future for you if you couldn't make it there. He has a sound too. He has a sound that says you are not your past. He is a sound, look at me, that says you are chosen. You're chosen. He chose you. He has a sound that says you are forgiven. He is a sound found in the, in the word in Psalm 103, 11 and 12. It says, as high as the heaven is over the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. And as far as the sunrise from the sunset, he has separated you from your sin. Which means there, there's no way, you, in the, in, it's not even possible for him to see you through the filter of your mistakes. He sees you through the lens of forgiveness and grace and hope. The sound that he has is not a sound of shame. It's a sound of hope and a future. 
And here's what I know. I'm going to push pause before I go on in the message. I know that somewhere right now, someone is watching and you need to receive the forgiveness that only he can give. You need to begin the journey with Jesus right now. Don't let anything else take place in your life, but to simply utter the words I'm about to pray and say, God, I'm giving you my life today. And if that's you, then make this the sound of your heart right now. Look at me. Some of you have been running from God. Make this the sound of your heart right now if that's you and you're ready for Jesus to take over and remove the sound of shame from your life just make these words your own just say dear God I know that you're real that you love me and you chose me would you forgive me make these words your own just say I give you my life in Jesus name If you prayed that prayer with us today, we are so excited to be a part of this journey with you. Would you email us at info at theocmovement.com? And if you're not in the area, we would love to help you find another life-giving church near you. Send us an email at info at theocmovement.com and we'll get back to you shortly. Thank you again for listening to another inspiring message from The Movement Church.